Speech at the Coronation of Edward the Sixth by Thomas Cranmer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Archbishop's Speech at the Coronation of Edward the Sixth, February the twentieth, fifteen forty seven. Most dread and royal sovereign, the promises your highness hath made here at your coronation to forsake the devil and all his works are not to be taken in the bishop of rome's sense when you commit anything distasteful to that see to hit your majesty in the teeth as pope paul the third late bishop of rome sent to your royal father saying didst thou not promise at our permission of thy coronation to forsake the devil and all his works and dost thou turn to heresy for the breach of this thy promise, knowest thou not that tis in our power to dispose of the sword and sceptre to whom we please? We, your majesty's clergy, do humbly conceive that this promise reacheth not at your highness's sword, spiritual or temporal, or in the least at your highness's swaying the sceptre of this your dominion, as you and your predecessors have had them from God neither could your ancestors lawfully resign up their crowns to the bishop of rome or to his legates according to their ancient oaths then taken upon that ceremony the bishops of canterbury for the most part have crowned your predecessors and anointed them kings of this land yet it was not in their power to receive or reject them neither did it give them authority to prescribe them conditions to take or to leave their crowns although the bishops of rome would encroach upon your predecessors by his bishops act and oil that in the end they might possess those bishops with an interest to dispose of their crowns at their pleasure but the wiser sort will look to their claws and clip them the solemn rites of coronation have their ends and utility yet neither direct force or necessity they be good admonitions to put kings in mind of their duty to god but no increasement of their dignity for they be god's anointed not in respect of the oil which the bishop useth but in consideration of their power which is ordained of the sword which is authorized of their persons which are elected by god and endued with the gifts of his spirit for the better ruling and guiding of his people the oil if added is but a ceremony if it be wanting that king is yet a perfect monarch notwithstanding and god's anointed as well as if he was inoiled now for the person or bishop that doth anoint a king it is proper to be done by the chiefest but if they cannot or will not any bishop may perform this ceremony to condition with monarchs upon these ceremonies the bishop of rome or other bishops owning his supremacy hath no authority but he may faithfully declare what god requires at the hands of kings and rulers that is religion and virtue therefore not from the bishop of rome but as a messenger from my saviour jesus christ i shall most humbly admonish your royal majesty what things your highness is to perform your majesty is god's vice-regent and christ's vicar within your own dominions and to see with your predecessor josiah god truly worshipped and idolatry destroyed the tyranny of the bishops of rome banished from your subjects and images removed 
these acts be signs of a second josiah who reformed the church of god in his days you are to reward virtue to revenge sin to justify the innocent to relieve the poor to procure peace to repress violence and to execute justice throughout your realms for precedence on those kings who performed not these things the old law shows how the lord revenged his quarrel and on those kings who fulfilled these things he poured forth his blessings in abundance for example it is written of josiah in the book of kings thus like unto him there was no king before him that turned to the lord with all his heart according to all the law of moses neither after him arose there any like him this was to that prince a perpetual fame of dignity to remain to the end of days being bound by my function to lay these things before your royal highness the one as a reward if you fulfil the other as a judgment from god if you neglect them yet i openly declare before the living god and before these nobles of the land that i have no commission to denounce your majesty deprived if your highness miss in part or in whole of these performances much less to draw up indentures between god and your majesty or to say you forfeit your crown with a clause for the bishop of rome as have been done by your majesty's predecessors king john and his son henry of this land the almighty god of his mercy let the light of his countenance shine upon your majesty grant you a prosperous and happy reign defend you and save you and let your subjects say amen god save the king end of speech at the coronation of edward the sixth by thomas cranmer